Hey everybody. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Country Fried Horror Podcast, episode six. Welcome to the Country Fried Horror Podcast, episode six. I've got a mimicker here, apparently. <laughs> you did. <laughs> that's because My today. My mocking jay. That's because today we're talking about bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, you get gotcha. It? You get it? So it was a bit. It was a bit. It was a, okay. It I was a bit. A bit, but it was a bit. Exactly. It was a bit that I didn't realize I was doing until you caught me doing it oh yeah wow yeah pretty cool right so deep of a bit that you didn't even know you were doing the bit yeah all right yeah today we're talking about bodies 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 the movie that presents us with the question are feelings facts feelings are not facts yeah facts are facts yeah and feelings are feelings i have to agree with you there i feel like if we uh believe if feelings were actually facts the world would be more chaotic than it already is yeah, well, that's one of the reasons it is chaotic, because people believe that their feelings are facts. <laughs> You're not wrong. And, <laughs> and, uh, and to repeat one more time, that's the premise of this movie. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is about a group of rich 20-somethings who plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion. Uh, then a party turns deadly. Yeah, and it's a hurricane party, which we know a lot about, because... Yeah. I'm from Florida. Florida, yep. I grew I, up with the hurricane parties my whole life. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I'm a fresh, uh, a new five-year Florida had, convert. Since we've convert. been together, Roby and I have been together for eight years. Yeah. We've had a couple of hurricane parties. We have. Yeah, well, we we have, I mean, not not this kind of hurricane party. I mean, hurricane parties, I do not advise. Don't have hurricane parties. No, we didn't. Well, what they had was not an actual hurricane party. Yeah. But you mean we've we've bunkered down during a hurricane, yeah, watched absolutely. movies and chilled. And, and like, yeah. yeah, made it like spooky and fun. Yeah. And yeah, had, yeah. had our own little hurricane party. Yeah. Which we is, didn't have a party with anybody else well, or get and, drunk or anything. A lot of people in Florida do that. Yeah. Um, they like all get to the same house and everybody brings booze and everybody gets drunk during a hurricane. Oh uh, yeah. Which Welcome is, to Florida. Yeah. Which is like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, 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 I was going somewhere with that, but I lost it. But, uh, but yeah, but we, I've been through one really one big one that, that like everyone around us was putting, I'll never forget it. Cause everyone around us was putting up like the metal sheets over their windows mm-hmm. and they were taking it seriously with their generators. Remember, we had to go get like a bunch of sand that yeah. our county was giving away. The county like dumped out a bunch of sand mm-hmm. um, at this like plot, yeah. like a, a lot. Uh, and people were just allowed to come bag up their own sand because uh, everybody was going to need it. They yeah. thought we were going to have floods. Right. They uh, thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. It was scary. Like I remember at my job, we had to like spend a whole day prepping and just making sure everything was like we did too. Syn- yeah, sink wrapped and, and pushed against like so it couldn't fly away or fall over. We, it was it was intense. And I ended up being the only person at my job, male or female, who would climb a ladder. So I had to do everything that was up high, yeah. <laughs> which I don't like ladders either, but I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do which, it. M- yeah, which much hasn't changed because you have to get on the ladders at home too. <laughs> yeah, Roby will not get on a ladder. Which is so, so silly. Cause you've I'm, trained me to get on ladders. I'm 6'1". I, I have no business being afraid of ladders of heights? or heights. I love <laughs> roller coasters, but something about the idea of falling off a ladder and break, breaking my little sensitive ankies 
It's you're, terrifying. You're Yankees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about it because I'll I'll climb the ladders for you, and I'm, you can catch me. You, I can't catch you, so right. That'll be fine. So yeah, so uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Directed by Helena Rain, which I think I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, she's fairly new to the game. It looks like she's been an actress and some some indie stuff. Um, I think. Let me see. Is this her first? She's been an actress in a lot of stuff, actually. Um. It's not even bringing me up any of her director stuff, just her acting, which is really odd. But she did direct this movie, so I'm assuming this was the first thing she directed. Perhaps. Yeah, it looks like she's uh, Dutch, which is which is cool, and I could be totally wrong about that. All right, and it was written by Sarah DeLapp. Again, I could be butchering these names. Who This was her first thing um, she had really written. And Kristen, man, these names. Kristen Rupinian. Uh, and she also, this was her first thing that uh, that she had written. So it was a bunch of newcomers, which was, that's been a theme this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of new people on the scene. A lot of ladies, which a lot has of been ladies. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that that's cooler and cooler to see. It, I've noticed, especially in horror, like it's I see I have seen more women attached to movies lately, like directing and writing. Than I, I mean, it's crazy than any other yeah. genre. It's a lot. I don't I don't know. Um, Maybe if this is just misinformation on my part, but I feel like a little bit of credit is owed to Jordan Peele for opening that yeah. genre to diverse people. I, I'm sure that that's a piece of the puzzle. I'm sure that helped, especially that he won the Oscar. I mean, he forced people to take notice. You know, mm-hmm. it was no fluke for yeah. sure. So, uh, oh, and now we have like later on uh, in the year, Olivia Wilde is even jumping to yes, the Yes, I'm so excited scene. for that movie too. Yeah, well, don't worry. I'm excited darling. to be enraged. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm going to be mad. We both love her first uh, directorial you know, movie, um, Booksmart. It was good. Booksmart you know? was great, and yeah. I highly recommend it. But it's not horror, so we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> right, right, right. But it, she's capable, you know. She is, yeah. She's, much like, she's good. Much like Jordan Peele, I, I think she's another good one to look out for. It definitely gives me that vibe, watching that trailer. Yeah. So let's talk about bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, you want to jump right into the plot? We get we jump in there. Yeah, so it starts off a little abruptly, um, just in a lip lock <laughs> yeah. between these two uh, lovely actresses. Yep, uh, Amandla uh, um, Stenberg, who was most famous for playing Rue in the in Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Oh, call back to when I said Mockingjay. Yeah, right. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> uh, who is Sophie? And then Maria uh, Bakalova, who's playing B. Who I don't know anything about her. The I. Uh, I know that she played someone in the Borat sequel, and people said that that she kills it in that movie. Hmm. Uh, I, I we have not I have not seen either Borat, um, so I don't know. But she also it looks like according to her IMDb, she's going to be playing Cosmo, the space dog, in Guardians Three. What? <laughs> How or why that makes any sense? I don't know, but cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was born in 1996. That's wild. That is wild. Young young talent. Uh, but yeah, so she plays B, and yeah, like you said, they're they're making out hard and more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they. Uh... And it's just like a very quiet scene, mm-hmm. and it just kind of jars you a little bit uh, to open on that kind of a scene, right? Um, but you get the you get the intention that. They are very into each other. Right. Oh, and they're yeah. headed somewhere together. They go and get in a yeah, car. Yeah, well, so we know they're uh, they're into each other because Sophie tells B right off the bat, I love yeah, you. Yeah, so she's <laughs> in love with her. Yeah, you don't have to say it back. But, um, uh, yeah, so then they go get in a car and they head towards a huge mansion. Yeah. And we kind of get some, some, some background that Sophie has all these, very, all, she's wealthy. She just comes from a very rich family. 
and uh, her all of her friends are also wealthy. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, but she hasn't. It implies she hasn't seen them in a while. She doesn't really. Hang yeah, with she them. hasn't seen them in a while. She's not really a part of the group text anymore. Yeah. Um. Well, she is. She just ignores it. I also want to point out the jarringness of that opening scene. It's not just jarring because they're just making out. It's just jarring because they're just on the side of a road somewhere, right. like in a field or something. Yeah. When that, na- that nature part calls. Really, uh, nature calls. Nature yeah. calls usually means I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was just it was weird. But um. <laughs> well, yeah. again, the scene's not weird. The the them kissing's not weird, but the the scene just being it is a the setting yeah. it's like wait did they pull over for this? <laughs> right i don't right. know so anyway yeah. they pull up to this before we get old... before we get too far into the plot i do want to mention this is uh an a24 movie yes yes which uh a24 is best known for just indie you know um just t- typically uh div- divisive movies you know it, mm. you usually love them or you, or you hate them and for the most part they've this is i think believe their third uh, movie of the year behind X and uh, Men, which all X was pretty universally loved. Men was um, talked about was much more divisive. Which I've seen it. I dug it. You haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I definitely want to. But I did watch see that. the trailer for Pearl, and now I have to watch X. Yeah, because yeah, I think you didn't see the X trailer either. for Pearl looks great. Yeah, yeah, and which is that whole thing's wild. And we'll that those we'll do episodes on both of those movies. Okay. But I think I was telling you during this when we sat down. I think this is the first A twenty four horror movie we've seen in theaters since Hereditary in twenty eighteen. Dang, <laughs> which, and that is one of my favorite horror movies. That's ever. fantastic. And that theater experience was second to none. So and Oh my god. And we love A twenty four, so I don't know why we haven't been seeing the movies in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I wish I could go back in time and see right. Hereditary in theaters again. Just all over again. It would be Oh my God. The yeah. clicks. <sighs> The clicks, no, her in the shadows. And yeah. The, anyway, this the, mo- this yeah. whole podcast isn't about her. Hereditary. Yeah. I could very easily turn this into a hereditary <laughs> podcast. We will definitely. I, I think when uh, Ari Aster's new movie comes out, whenever it comes out, we should just do a deep dive on his movies. Um, yeah. Hereditary. And I'd love for you to revisit uh, Midsommar. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. So, anyway, so they pull up to this massive mansion. Yeah. yeah. And um, so they get out of the car. And then our our character, what's her name? Which one? The blonde one. Oh, well, B. Well, they're both blonde in it. Yeah, B. Yeah. Um, yet another easy name that I should remember. <laughs> uh, B is like, I forgot something in the car. Mm-hmm. And she goes back and she like kind of messes with her face a little bit, like her appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's putting on makeup or like, I don't know, just making sure she looks presentable right. or what. Well, yeah, this is all her her girlfriend's childhood friend. So yeah, you wanna, so she yeah. wants to make a good impression. Mm-hmm. And when um. When Sophie gets to their pool at the mansion, everybody that she's there to meet is just like submerged underwater. Right. But you are, you're forgetting the, when she checks her makeup, she gets like a gift that she's bringing to the friends and then she leaves the light on in the car. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you, you you notice that right away that like, oh, she left the light on. That's going to drain the battery. The light on in the car. Which I love this. This is why I'm excited to talk about this movie. Spoiler alert. I liked it. Um, a lot actually, um, but this was a part I like that this comes back because in the moment I thought it's probably just something they weren't. It's just they're not thinking about it. Going to drain the battery, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just the lights on. I didn't think it would be part of the plot, but it was, which was. I immediately knew it was part of the plot. I didn't. I, <laughs> I, 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 again, from the reviews from the five it had on IMDb at the time of 
recording this, it's at a 6.7 now, so it's definitely jumped mm-hmm. up a lot. Like that's, so other that's people a are big liking jump. It. Yeah, I think that um, um, I just assumed it was not not going to be any good, but that was immediately like, oh man, this is actually this. The writers are doing something here. They're thinking. Mm-hmm. They're using some critical thinking. Here. <laughs> but yeah, we we the, we see all of the characters underwater. Yeah, um, just submerged, and I'm immediately like turned off i was like <laughs> these are a bunch of weirdos uh-huh. <laughs> like, but I, this could come back later and this is big spoilers but and i guess this is a spoiler podcast so we can say it everybody that's under the water you know may or may not make it out alive <laughs> you know every character underwater yeah guys, yeah. they all die yeah everybody dies except for the people who are not out of, in, in the water which is yeah right um but yeah so i was like what are they all doing yeah. are they all just like in a breath holding competition oh, very, yeah right and they're all looking at each other underwater uh-huh. and i'm like this is so weird it's such an <laughs> off-putting scene it is it, it was definitely like yeah weird yeah and then like the other thing that stood out to me was like they see Sophie and the girl Alice immediately jumps out of the water. Yeah. She's like super excited to see her. Which Alice was played by Rachel Sinnott, who uh, is pre- fairly new. She she has a pretty decent size um, IMDb. Uh, but may, uh, the main thing I've seen her in, I haven't seen the movie, but I remember it coming out a couple years ago called uh, Shiva Baby. So she's kind of big on the indie scene right now mm-hmm. so that was uh that's her, her main thing that's her yeah so uh, yeah alice and yeah she immediately gets out super excited to see yeah, yeah and then so. does this weird like keeps backing into sophie like like in a grinding on her. manner yeah. yeah and like acting like she's getting railed from behind sorry yeah, it's like, <laughs> the ex- <yeah>. explicit content <laughs> right, right. I, but yeah. i was like what <laughs> i've definitely never done that to a friend yeah that set the, the tone for me for what kind of people these these folks are yeah you know like everybody yeah. thinks that just normal like they just get out and ignore her yeah and this is when you get uh jordan played by uh I'm going to butch this. Myla, I think is her name. Myla Harold, who looked familiar. Jordan, to me, looked very familiar. Uh, but then I went to her IMDb, and I've never seen her in anything. So I don't know if it's from the trailer or if she just has one of those faces. But, yeah, but she's immediately, like, off. Like, not in, really... She's looking at, especially B. She's looking at B, like, just weird. Her mm-hmm. energy's off. And then we get um, Emma, played by Chase Swee Wonders who, again, also in mainly just indie stuff. And uh, one movie, one recognizable movie I saw was um, on her IMDb is Daniel Isn't Real, which is a great movie uh, with uh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, son. And that's a good movie. That's weird. It's on Shudder, so you should check that out. It's weird. Are you talking about Patrick yes, Schwarzenegger? Yes, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he... Um, anyway, but so she was in that, which is cool. And then uh, her, her boyfriend, David, played by... Pete Davidson, which I love his name is David and Pete Davidson, you know? <laughs> and we're both suckers for, for Pete, you know, we'll just about see him in anything. Yeah, I think uh, he's very funny. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. definitely, definitely like him. As soon as I saw he was in this, it was like, yeah, <laughs> I was already going to see it, but yeah, I'm excited to definitely check it out now. Yeah, I, he plays an asshole in this, in this movie. Yeah, which he's good at. He definitely, this is my only problem with Pete is so far he plays just about the same character in everything. And I'd love to see him do something different. See, I thought this was... Um, a little bit more of an asshole than he's normally plays. Yeah, I, because King of Staten Island, I mm-hmm. feel like he plays more of uh, himself. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know if that's true at all because right. I don't know Pete Davidson, but like well, I mean, it just it li- seems like he came off. It's his story, right? So yeah. like it seems like he came off as more of himself, right? Whereas in this one, there weren't really redeemable qualities nah. to this character to me. And it's, they're not supposed to be, you know. He's, he's yeah, he's yeah. if if I ran into this character <laughs> on any given day, I'd be like, stay away from me, douchebag. Yeah, but just any time he said anything, I, I was just laughing, and I, it's because I'm just a sucker. If it was any other actor, I probably wouldn't oh, have he delivered it was his funny. his funny lines really well. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's. A He's good at that. And then rounding off their group of friends is the much older uh, Greg, played by Lee Pace, who's a legend. He's a huge actor. Which, Ronan by the Guardians. way, I'll just go ahead and say it from the trailers. I don't know why I got this in my head, but I thought Greg was playing David's Dad. father. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because he, he there's this like scene in the trailer where they're like, he's totally hot. And Pete Davidson's character is like, he's not that hot. And I thought that they were referring to Greg right. as his dad right. for some reason. <laughs> well, it would make sense. I mean, a much older guy. And, and I was like, man, why is he just chilling with all the kids? Like, well, and he's dating Alice. and Or dating, or they're, you know, hooking yeah. up, whatever. Yeah. No, they're like dating for like six weeks. or No, two weeks, she yeah. said. But like, I was like, she looks like she's maybe 18. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's maybe 40. Well, and definitely in the trailer. The trailers were very misleading. They, they marketed this movie as a slasher or something. I don't really know. The marketing definitely you know, didn't do the movie justice, in my opinion. But with, with Greg's character, I was expecting him to be like this. You know, un... you were expecting him to be the killer. I think definitely the killer and just like the very off energy. And he was, but it was much more, it was played much more. Yeah. funny and he was almost sweet like uh, yeah in a way we'll, we'll talk about that yeah but. we'll get there yeah so anyway so that rounds out their group of friends uh pete or uh david and emma are both like why is sophie here like she they, right away there's there's some like animosity animosity yeah like we weren't invited well it, that's and it was almost as if that she was invited but she didn't tell them that um she was coming, she was coming and then they you know she had said that she did tell them but she definitely didn't hurt you know she's not a great texter we learned that she doesn't she ghosts them she never sees them sorry i got a lot of uh trap gas for some reason burping a lot of her (laughs) but yeah so then um they you know are introduced to b which i didn't even catch this the whole time they were in the car but she's uh, bulgarian so she has so she has you know she's has an accent she's Mm -hmm. uh um, so I didn't notice that till this scene. So she's immediately a fish out of water. And of all the things that this gift could be, she presents it to David, who is mm. Sophie's <laughs> ex, I guess. No, they're just best friends. From well, she uh, said something about that was her first boyfriend. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. But like I think when they were kids, mm-hmm. like not a serious boyfriend. They've been but friends since they were like kids. Yeah. There's tension there that you feel like David still has feelings for her. He probably does. We learn a lot of. There's weird tension in this whole house with every character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There definitely is. Um, mm-hmm. like everybody's into everybody. Yeah. Um, but she B presents David mm-hmm. with this gift that she's brought yeah. and says it is kiwi and bread, a zucchini bread, zucchini, yeah, zucchini, zucchini bread. and bread. Yeah. Oh, and God, he's can like, can you imagine if it was kiwi bread? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, um, and he's just like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And then we never see that again. No. I'm like, what an odd thing to give somebody. Yeah, it is super odd. But she's Bulgarian again. She's supposed to be this. I mean, they literally went out of their way to make her an outsider. You know? I don't know. Is that a normal Bulgarian gift? I don't know. <laughs> Your excuse uh, was she's Bulgarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so again, there's automatic tension. Sophie's they uh, not supposed to be there. Uh, and Pete or David has this um, black eye, mm-hmm. and you know they're asking like, what you know. 
and he basically alludes to there was a, another character, Emma, uh, um, Jordan's boyfriend, I s- assumed. Oh, I had no clue. Uh, yeah, and uh, named Max. So there was a, another person that was there with them the night before and uh, uh, punched him in the eye and then dipped. Yeah, he said bounced. that he just ran up and punched mm-hmm. him in the eye and then left. All right, which is a classic, you know, slasher whodunit, you know red flag like it's you're immediately supposed to think oh it's max he's like, gonna be the yeah. one to come back and this kill is him suspicious yeah right right um so yes yeah, so and then they all they go inside and they immediately start partying and oh yeah this is where we find out that it's a hurricane party yes yeah and let me pouring. tell you why i knew these people have never experienced a hurricane party uh-huh. before all their lawn equipment their umbrellas everything <laughs> yeah. is still outside mm-hmm. and they're all like using them right and they don't take anything in. Like, the umbrellas are fully open. Right. Big lawn umbrellas. I'm like, those, during a hurricane, will come through your windows. Definitely. You cannot leave stuff like that outside. Yeah. I know y'all haven't been to a hurricane. Right. And naturally, it starts pouring immediately. It's time for the hurricane. So yep. they Hurricane's they, here. They all go inside to get, you know, dried off. B and Sophie go back up to their room and start trying to get it on again and, and David comes in the room and, and he like just kind of like in. stares for a minute <laughs> yeah so you're probably like right yeah like, there's there's definitely you know a little bit of tension there and... yeah and the way he's like Sophie can I speak to you alone right yeah like okay yeah so they go off to, to chat and uh, B goes down to you know see what's going on with all the other friends and um, they Start, you know, they uh, they're kind of just not jerks to be, but they're definitely not. They're you know, they're acting like she's the outsider. They're definitely and it's acting like weird. the mean girls at school for sure. Right? And you like they they like invite you to sit at their lunch table, but then they berate you the entire time. Right? Yeah. yeah, and they're acting like she asked for the Wi Fi and and all that because uh, she has no reception, so she she needs Wi Fi and she calls her mom and tells her you know she's okay. But uh, um, and this is where she also she bumps into Jordan. And Jordan gets, like, right in her face <laughs> and tells her, like, be careful with Sophie. You know, this is, this is. Yeah, just be careful. Yeah, and just, like, it's a lot of tension there. Like, Jordan's, like. Like, she's so close that that they could have kissed. You should, they, yeah. And, and B is, like, just. Like, um, okay. Yeah, it's very weird. Like, okay, what do you mean, be careful? B just kind of accepts things as they come. She does. Yes, yeah, so B is, obviously, she is our you know, our, our our heroine. They're kind of painting it to be Sophie a little bit, but mm, it's B. You know, B's the... She's our... We're more following her. Story. She's our voice. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. the audience. You know, again, she's the fish she's out the of water. She's the outsider. She doesn't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. She's in this random huge mansion. Yeah. Like, during a hurricane. Which, that's it's another... weird offsetting place to be. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's another perk to the writing, I will say, is... They, you know, a lot of stories will do exposition way wrong, and they'll have all the characters are in the loop, but they'll over-explain everything, even though they all already know. But to have Sophie be this outsider who's been ghosting them, to come into the party late, perfect. I mean, again, that's our, you know, that's our voice. So exposition's not exposition, because, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't know either. It it's nat- works naturally. I, I remember noticing those things during the movie like oh that's that's really well done yeah you know like when yeah so emma tries to be kind of nice to be yeah um and she's asking her questions about like where she's from right all this kind of stuff but like they're kind of rude questions at the same time yeah like, she they come off rude. she asks are you from moscow <laughs> like, like yeah yeah like, and uh, then I was... like i think it's jordan that just like tells her to shut up She's just like, leave it alone. Yeah, Jordan, not, um, yeah, cause you, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. We've got, okay, so to lay out these characters just at their base. Their stereotypes. We've got Emma, who is little sundress girl, mm-hmm. 
who dates David, who thinks that everyone that exists is in love with her. And not a lot going on up there. She, yeah, we, she's a little She's ditzy. an actress. She's yeah. like, yeah. You immediately were like, she's going to be either the first to die or she's the killer because there's nothing... There's she's nothing the, happening. Yeah, there's the, she has the least amount going for her yeah. so far. And then there's um, Alice. Yeah. Who is the most annoying <laughs> yeah. girl I've ever, I've ever heard in my life. She is oh. our... Oh. Yeah. She's our... Again, this movie is satire to its you know to its fullest extent, making almost making fun of its audience, this Gen Z you know uh, audience. And she is Gen Z and in, in a stereotype. You know, she is supposed to be that person. Oh, yeah. well, I don't want to make fun of the whole Gen Z, but well, but that's that's the what the movie's doing though, and that with her character specifically, she's that you know exploded. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, she's a. Uh... She's like your TikTok girl. Mm-hmm. Um, like she literally is filming TikTok dances and stuff. Yeah, she's literally got mm-hmm. less than two brain cells to rub together. <laughs> yeah. Like she, she's the most stupid person I think I've ever seen. Yeah, which is it's played a lot comedically well. I I, I think uh, her in my opinion, I thought she was very funny. You were very annoyed with her, but I, I, was I extremely annoyed. I knew like I just. I don't know. I thought it was funny. A lot of her stuff, especially later, we'll get to it. Was uh, yeah, I think played very funny. I think that it was it was supposed to hit me as funny, mm-hmm. and it missed me hardcore. I was just like, somebody please kill her. Yeah, <laughs> somebody right. please kill. Because it was girl. she was very annoying. All oh, the, she was annoying. All the characters except for B and Greg. To you know, I I, I think are pretty pretty annoying. You mm-hmm. know, pretty uh, can be you know not don't have a lot of redeemable qualities. So then you've got Jordan, who is your very, um, Jordan she's like right. a tomboy. She, uh, comes off very aggressive, like yeah. aggressive energy. Um, also like sultry with B and Sophie. Right. Like she comes off kind of like she wants to get in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. But um, also apparently was with dating Max, which is the guy who left. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't I don't remember that part. Because she was very defensive of him the whole time. Anytime they were like, it's Max. Where's Max? She was always... And I swear I remember a line where they said that... Oh, okay. Yeah, that I was her boyfriend. I just must have missed it. Um, and then mm-hmm. you've got Greg, who is this older man who sort of doesn't seem like he belongs he's very yeah. attractive but yep. he's an older guy so we learned that he was like... a veteran so he's he's in he's been in the army yeah you know? yeah or so they think yeah right, right. Um, <laughs> so like you're supposed to feel like he's because he's a very tall man as well yeah. very um and you're supposed to feel intimidated by him yeah because like all the actresses i don't know if this is true but all the actresses that they chose were around the same height right and on the shorter side right. it looked like um, so especially they did a lot of shots when he was around where it was kind of from the actress's back right. looking up at him so you could see the size difference mm-hmm. and it's just supposed to make him look intimidating. You know, like... <laughs> well, and especially with Pete, it's also very tall. So Yeah, the, and he was know, taller than I Pete. I was going to say, and he was taller than Pete. So they definitely... He was, again, another you know huge red herring. Yeah, but Greg ends up being pretty much the opposite of all that yeah um, and he's insane but like in, in, in a different kind of way <laughs> yeah then you have david who's mm-hmm. played by pete davidson right and he is like <laughs> butthurt <laughs> he's just like yeah. angry mm-hmm. dumb i don't know he's just i guess he's like the male version of alice mm-hmm. but like an angrier version right um 
he does, something happened the night before, and he, he just is very salty and very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. very sensitive. Um, yeah, he's and which is and why rude his girlfriend. Yeah, oh my God. which is why Pete was good for for the role because he plays that very well. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't think so? No, he 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 does. He plays oh, yeah. it very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it sounded insulting. Didn't yeah, it? a little bit. He's no, good at playing that. that yeah. Um, and then there's Sophie, uh, who is one of our main characters. Sorry mm-hmm. about the dogs. And she's very touchy feely with everybody. Like very she's a little bubbly, mm-hmm. um, very touchy feely. And then there's B, who's just very quiet. Right. Like she's just not. Yeah. Well, I guess she's the outsider, so she's just there. She's trying to figure it all out. Right. So those are our characters at their base form. Mm-hmm. Well, so then we would uh, we David is sitting down with Sophie, so we jump to the scene where they're uh, sitting down talking to each other, and Sophie, we kind of learn that she went to rehab. And that she has had a struggling, specifically cocaine problem, and uh, she uh, in this you know definitely we unpack this a lot throughout the movie, but she specifically, uh, but yeah, so she had been out of rehab, or uh, so she's not there to get drunk or do drugs. She's there to be with her friends, quote mm-hmm. unquote, until she <laughs> she asks David if he had a chance to talk to her parents about something. So, you know, right off the bat, she's there. She's not there to hang out with her friend. She's there for a reason. And we don't know about what until later. But, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what happens next. Yeah. They, uh, so they uh, go down and they basically just start partying. And uh, uh, this They're is, all, like, getting hella drunk. Uh, very drunk. And very Sophie's oh, just yeah. watching. And, like, poor B is sitting there eating a chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. And, like, she's eat, she's downing this chocolate cake, a mm-hmm. big piece of chocolate cake, okay? Yeah. And just offhandedly, one of the girls is like, oh, by the way, that has weed in it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I'm not... <sighs> I just didn't want to see you eat the whole thing. Right. It was just like, come out. on, And it's guys. like, you watched her eat most of it. Yeah. Like, you sat there and watched her eat most of it. Yeah. And this and was she's Alice like, who says this, too. And Alice is assumedly the nice one. Yeah. yeah. And we get the idea that B is not a drug user. No. She um, she drinks with them, but definitely not heavily. Yeah. And especially because Sophie's Well, Sophie's recovering. trying to be sober. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, wow, yeah, what a right. bitch move. Yeah. For real. Right. You can tell somebody after they've eaten <laughs> almost the whole thing. Yeah, and that, 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 that's, yeah, that does not sound fun. But yeah, so they, they are all partying. They have like, um, those like glow sticks mm-hmm. for their necklaces. Right. It's like, they're having that kind of party. Raven. With just the few of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But they're all tore up, you know. Um, and the storm outside is getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And then they somebody's oh yeah jordan starts jordan starts dancing with b yeah very closely mm-hmm. you know sexually <laughs> and um david tells sophie you better watch your girl looks like she's getting real close with jordan uh-huh. and sophie kind of has this look on her face when she's staring at them where i was like is she intrigued or is she upset right. i can't tell I, I couldn't tell either yeah um and then all of a sudden she's like let's play bodies 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 like yeah. she turns the music off right and they're all like okay yeah let's do it like this is a game they've all played before but right. b's like i don't know what this is yeah b had never played and neither had greg so again we have these characters who are like what are the rules you know yeah and it basically bodies 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 is a game where they turn out all the lights one person is the killer and can't tell who and then just basically goes around and kills one person i believe mm-hmm. and until one of the other people find that body and then yells bodies 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 and they have to figure out who it who it's it is pretty much manhunt and clue 
Yeah. If, if they had a baby. It, it's Among Us. <laughs> it's among us yeah literally it's it's among us yeah yeah uh which is hilarious um so yeah so they they play the game and we're following b because she's never played this and uh we also learn that someone always cries during this and (laughs) it's it's emma Emma, and it's always emma who ends up crying so which b's walking around and it's all dark which i think they did these scenes so good all of the dark scenes where they were walking around the house could have been awful. But I think those scenes were where this movie really stood out. It's hard to film in the dark anyway. Yeah, it is, yeah. And a lot of the movie is filmed in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, in the house. And it was it worked for me a lot. Yeah, they did well. a good job. They did a good mm-hmm. job with it. Like with the little flashlights on their phone. And, yeah. Yeah. There was also a scene in the very beginning of the movie that I don't think we ever touch back on, but Bee's looking around the mansion, and she mm. finds, like, a bunch of supplies, like a bunch of batteries and flashlights and all that stuff, mm. assuming that they're for the hurricane. Right. But that would this would have been a great opportunity to use to some use, of those things. Right, right. <laughs> and also, to, to circle back, when they're outside the pool, when they meet everyone, a good detail is uh, Greg goes to get champagne so everyone can celebrate. And get, finds a sword like of a some machete. kind, machete, and like breaks the uh, the um, bottle, champagne bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, David is like immediately ch- checks his masculinity, and he's like, "It's not that cool. This is this, yeah." This, he is yeah. so upset with Greg. He is so he's so jealous. Like he wants to be the only guy there so bad. Yeah, right. Because he always probably has been. Yeah. And Max left, so he's like, ah. Um. So yeah, and this is when we learned that uh, Sophie is uh, recovering, went to rehab. Anyway, so back to the game. So yeah, so. Uh, B um, is walking around the house. Everything's spooky, blah, blah, blah. They find Greg in the living room, and he's playing dead, you know, laying down, face down. And, you know, we get our first little spook, and everyone's trying to wake him up, and he's just not wanting to. And until David gives him a little, like, ball tap. <laughs> yeah, with it, which is so, I love Wakes that. right up. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, this always works, and tapped his balls. And I was like, yeah, that would work. That would <laughs> you know? definitely work. Yeah, so then they proceed to... Um, Start berating each other to find out who was, who's the killer. Yeah. What? Good God! Our our dogs are going absolutely ham today for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So so then uh, so they find Greg anyway. So they immediately start berating each other, and um, David immediately starts pointing fingers at his girlfriend Emma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, no protection there. No like intuition that maybe I should like. Don't even understand why they're together. Yeah. Right. Which this is where. We learn a little bit of what happened the night before, which is pretty much Max, which is, uh, again, I, we, I thought she was Jordan's boyfriend, but maybe not. Um, Max ends up professing his love for Emma. Hmm. And uh, Yeah, so he definitely isn't Jordan's boyfriend. Because no. Jordan would be more upset about this. Exactly, right. And then, you know, they learn... Uh, they just start, you know, fighting each other. Emma starts crying and all this stuff. and um, Which we knew would happen. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they said she always ends up crying. And they just end up start saying some really uh, hateful stuff. Ugly things to each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she calls... What does she say to him? She says that... It's something about gaslighting. And, he's, and he calls out her... You know, how you're just Twitter. This is, this is, blah, blah. Like, when, you have no th- thoughts of your own. You're yeah. literally just a, a Twitter feed. Which is our, kind of our real first instance of that this movie is is a satire and mm-hmm. is I, not, it's not rewarding these people. It is kind of making fun of them without going too over the top. I think they, personally think they did a good job at that. Uh, but again, obviously a lot of people disagree with that, that they were too annoying. They, it's an interesting, I think at the end of the day it was satire. But, so they end up fighting and um, 
get real real angry with each other. Yep. And Emma ends up uh, bouncing. Uh, oh yeah, no, no Emma this, doesn't. Though they like to play bodies, bodies, bodies. They all have to slap the person oh, yeah, next to them right. and take a shot. And <laughs> B goes to slap David, but she's like being really nice about it. Mm-hmm. She just gives him little taps, and he's like, "No, that's not right. Try right. again." And he, <laughs> she gets harder and harder every time, but it's still like weak compared to how they're slapping. They're really yeah, they're slapping, slapping each, other. each other. Yeah, and she goes, he goes, no, like this, and he reaches <laughs> yeah. over and decks the shit out of Greg. Yeah, and, and Greg is so cool about it. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's upset. He's like a yeah. weird puppy. He you know? literally looks like he's gonna cry. You know what I mean? And yeah. this is what I still thought in the, <laughs> the movie theater that they were father and son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, why would he do this to his <laughs> to father? His dad. <laughs> uh, I was so confused. Even when, he, when Greg got the machete at the pool, uh, Pete, David literally says, um, that's my dad's sword. Don't mess with that. He just didn't get to say <laughs> yeah, that. I didn't hear him say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so they they so again, there's a lot of animosity there. So then in this scene, while right, I think it's right before he starts berating Emma, he starts berating um, Greg, yeah, Greg, and telling him he's I, in a bad mood. He's in a bad mood, and he ends up uh, just effing with Greg and almost making him cry again. And then Greg's like, "All right, I'm going, I'm going to bed." <laughs> just yeah, he's leaves. like, "I think it's time for me to go to bed." Yeah, yeah. So then again, Emma and Greg they start you know fighting each other. And uh, I think it's Alice ends up saying something about, no wonder you guys don't have sex anymore, or something. Yeah. Yeah, and David's like... You talk about us? Yeah, you talk you know, about like, us. All that yeah. kind of stuff. So this is a conversation. Off. Meanwhile, yeah. they're all on coke. Yeah, they're all drugged out, except Sophie. Except and Sophie. And B hasn't done... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they've all snorted lines at some <laughs> yeah. point. Uh-huh. They're all, like, messed up right now. They shouldn't be... <laughs> no. They shouldn't be doing anything. No. But so then uh, uh, David gets pissed and starts breaking shit and bounces. He leaves too. So now it's just the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hanging out. And they go to play another round. They do their little slap game again. And the power goes out right before they can get moving. Yeah. Yeah. So th- they start, they split up like people do to go, on, you know, to go. Like to go search for the breaker box mm-hmm. and, you know, different things. And B stumbles downstairs to where the entrance is mm-hmm. and while she's down there meanwhile it's dark and yeah. it's raining outside like crazy and there's just I glass love... windows and stuff like yeah, that yeah I really liked scene. this Yeah, and David <laughs> slams into the windows with a slashed open neck yeah, ne- and he's neck like trying to get in yeah yeah and uh, suddenly, like, all the girls come out of the woodwork. I'm like, weren't y'all all in different places <laughs> right. in the mansion? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, they all, like, run to his aid, but he's already, it's too late for him. Yeah. He collapses on the ground outside, and he's dead. Yeah. And they're like, don't move his body, because we're going to have to figure out who did this, and mm-hmm. this is evidence, you know? So he's they just out immediately, in the rain. immediately jump to the conclusion that there is a killer out there, yeah. and they're all under attack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which oh, I mean, that's fair. Uh, they also have are still like they don't know where Max is. They mentioned him not texting their, uh, not texting them back. So he's he's ghosted them. Yeah. So, and the last time he was here, he decked David. Yeah, in the face. he punched him <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so things things get real. So they start you know walk around the house, all of them. Uh, together, which was smart. They go to try to find Greg, because Greg's not around. And Alice is like, it's not Greg. Greg didn't do this. And reveals, they'd only known each other for what? Like, three weeks, maybe? Two weeks. Two weeks, She was like, they were like, how long have you known this guy, Alice? And she's like, long? (laughs) That's her excuse. I've known him, like, long? (laughs) Like, this is... 
the, this is why I hated this character so much. She's <laughs> such a dit. And um, they're like, how long is long? And she's like, like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So they, they go to Greg's room and he's not there. But they find a whole bag of, of hunting stuff. and like, Yeah, like knives. <laughs> yeah. All kind of stuff. Yeah, and, but no Greg. Which, no, is, Greg. which is terrifying. So, you know, uh, and this is also where B finds, was it a bra? Yeah, in Jordan's room. Yeah. So she goes to Jordan's room and she picks up this bra that's orange. Yeah. And she's looking at it like weird. Mm. And we, I'm kind of getting, I immediately got the conclusion, this is Sophie's bra. Yeah, something's going on. And, you know, Jordan immediately is like, you know, you're not going to find anything in my underwear or whatever. Because um, she's just doesn't like B, but sometimes she does. She's just angry. That person. Yeah, she's you know? just angry. And uh, so they keep searching and they end up finding Emma, uh, who also had had ran away when things started getting real. And um, so you had immediately said it's Emma, right? You know, like, and we already talked about that, but yeah. Yeah, I just, thought it was Emma. Yeah. Which would have worked. You know, she she had motive, you know. Um, so they find you know her all bloody and with you know uh, they they pick her up and then they go to try to find Greg and they find him in the house is was it that a racquetball course it was. inside the house it was a racquetball court <laughs> yeah. in the middle of this house. this is how big this house is yeah and it had like some really nice that's red... why I want to know how everybody ended up right where David was <laughs> right. when they that's so true up. this is a big house mm-hmm. but the like the the racquetball has like the really nice red lights uh, which a really nice aesthetic yeah really pretty and yeah. I think this was my favorite scene of the movie mm-hmm. because Greg is just laying in the middle of the racquetball court in a illuminating <laughs> yeah. mass because of his seasonal depression seasonal depression <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um so for some reason he has to sleep with these like UV lights literally yeah. I could not sleep like that no. like shining in his eyes he's listening to music he's and got yeah, earbuds in and he's apparently asleep on the floor <laughs> the heart like floor. this yeah. I'm like this is the worst sleep I would ever get in my life mm-hmm. just with like headphones blaring in my ears lights blazing in my eyes yeah. on a hardwood floor <laughs> but anyway no blanket Any- no. anyhow <laughs> so, yeah so they wake him up and with they're they all, have knives they're surrounding cleavers. him like he's the pig in the Lord of the Flies okay yeah. like Right. They're all like aiming, you know, their weapons at him, and he's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, he doesn't understand. He thinks there is a joke again. He thinks that they're still playing bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. And he's like, "Didn't I? I already <clears throat> died. You know, I, I was killed." And this was well acted on his part. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because at first he's like trying to ra- rationalize, like he's really not getting it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, this is a joke." Right. Like, you're playing the game still. You're, you're, yeah. He, he just like Pete was effing with him earlier. He just assumes they're effing with him again because he's not too smart either. No. Yeah. You know. Um. And yeah. he's like. Oh, you're all fucking with me. Yeah. And they're like, you know, David's dead. Like, for real dead. For real, yeah. Not in the game. Yeah. Like, outside. And he's like, He still doesn't really get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not computing that. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's... It finally dawns on him, like, oh, they're all surrounding me with actual weapons. Yeah. And they have intention to hurt me. (laughs) Right. And he goes, is that my knife? Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he knocks it out of one of their hands and turns it on them. Mm-hmm. And he gets real yeah. aggressive real quick. It was, this was a really tense scene. I was scared for everyone in yeah. this moment. Yeah. I was like, he's oh like, my gosh. He's like, back up. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know. And I'm like, truly, I would have been the same way. Yeah. Because like, what do you do? Like, that's terrifying. Like, again, this movie, as a, as a satire, in my opinion, worked really well. Because 
that's our reaction. That again, to, to to talk about Twitter, like we always jump to conclusions before we do anything else. You know, we we make feelings fact. You know, they are just like assuming he's the killer with no fact, just because they feel that way. Yeah, and it's like it's that's terrifying. That's scary. Yeah, and this is also one of the scenes where it's shot where you can definitely see where they're trying to show how much of a size difference oh, there is yeah, because right. there's five of them and yet I felt scared for them. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. It's like, oh God, girls. Yeah. But <laughs> like, then... Not good news. No, yeah. And then ben, uh, B um, clocks him over the head with a freaking one of the kettlebell. kettlebell. Yeah. Well, it's all a huge misunderstanding because like Jordan rushes him Yeah. and he's able to overpower mm-hmm. Jordan. They come to like this conclusion that they're all going to put their knives down at the same time. Yeah. And then she just goes against that and right. just tries to rush him right without ever speaking so she's the reason he's dead mm-hmm. anyway Definitely. so like once he you know overpowers jordan all yeah, the other B. ones kind of jump in and then sophie he's coming at sophie and b just smacks him over the head with a kettlebell yep and like cracks his yeah. skull open kills him yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is this is gruesome so now we have two dead bodies yeah and now you're thinking and b doesn't even like blink when she does it no I mean, afterwards she's, she's shaking she's up. shaking up yeah but it you know it, it's purely self-defense but you know again we're kind of still You're unsure still, we're still as an audience thinking maybe who it done is. it yeah well, yeah right you know? who, who, who did this <laughs> um so yeah so they they've now killed greg and they kind of think that it's done he was the killer so you know it's over um so they end up going back um going you know leaving the the, the sauna gym or whatever and this is where I'm a little fuzzy. I don't remember something. They end up... I, I know for a fact, Sophie ends up being so stressed that she ends up getting high. She, you know, breaks her. Yeah, she, she's no uh, longer sober. Yeah, she right? goes and finds some coke. Yeah, so she she's very high. Um, and then something happens with Emma. What happens? Emma... Um, she had, she said a lot of awful things to Emma about, like, I wish that they cut your head off instead of yeah, Damon's and, like, right, right. stuff like that. Like, she and Emma get into this huge fight. Right. Um, and then she goes up to her and apologizes and mm-hmm. she hands her a baggie of pills. Right. Which I don't know what the pills are. I think it's Xanax or something like that. Just I don't some think kind so. Of, they yeah. were, like, hidden in a little monopoly. Oh, you're right. Because she's, like, like, they were, like, legit pills. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. And Emma's like, yeah, I'll take them. And they make up, kind of, but then Emma kisses her. Mm-hmm. And Which Sophie's, like, okay. Sophie's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I thought that's what you wanted. Right. And Sophie's like, you think everyone is in love with you. Yeah. yeah that's really what I want right now. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the, what just happened. We've mm-hmm. Like, there's two guys dead. Right. Don't make out with me right now. Yeah. So, yeah, she calls Emma out. And Emma's just, like, in a state of shock and... She's got tears running down her face, and she just takes the pills and sort of, like, runs off into the darkness. Right. It's yeah. kind of a creepy scene when she runs away. It is, yeah. So then we get uh, Alice is walking around and finds Emma's dead body, like, mm-hmm. laying there on the floor. Gr- gruesome. There's blood all over the walls. And they come to the conclusion that she was pushed down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest mistake of, of these characters was that they kept freaking splitting up. Stop splitting up. Yeah. And this would be easily solved. Like, hello? If you would just all get in a room together. Go places you... together. Guys. Yeah. As soon as Pete, as soon as David was killed, 
they should have all oh just went into a room together and just stayed put mm-hmm. until the next morning, you know. Yeah. But they didn't, and you know they put you know, back to a corner <laughs> yeah. and uh, watch the door. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so again, we are still not sure of what's going on. Oh, also, they can't call the police because there's no yeah, there's no service. service yeah, yeah. Because um, that would have been the ultimate first thing to do, <laughs> right. but you know. And, and they, yeah, they go to do that, but yeah, no, nothing works. Um, so then Jordan ends up starting. She starts to, you know, she's like, "All right, we got to figure this out. This is not, yeah. something's wrong here," and ends up really pointing the fingers at B. Now B is yeah, like, she's it's like, "We be don't B. know you," mm-hmm. and they uh, freaking. Yeah, kick her out into the rain. Yeah, they yeah. like toss her like a dog. Alice yeah. really freaks out because she's like, "You killed Greg, and I told you it wasn't Greg." Like, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. She's upset, right. trying to avenge her two-week-old boyfriend. <laughs> which, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Poor Greg. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was purely self-defense. But at mm-hmm. the same time, they caused him to. They were coming at him, so it's a weird. Really, he really was Greg got the, yeah. the most awful end of the stick here. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. Um, it, they they also Jordan has clearly done research and found out that B never went to the college yeah. or graduated like, from the college. Lie. Yeah, that she had told Sophie she had she had gone to and graduated from. So again, they're like, you know, now even Sophie is like, yeah, you did kill Greg. This mm-hmm. is this this, and she's like, I was defending you. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, and they kick her out into the freaking hurricane, into the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she is running through the rain trying to get back in the house. Ends up trying to get back to the car. Yeah, which, the car doesn't work because the battery's dead. The battery's dead, which they did bring that back, which I loved. So they, they, they she tries to get to the car, and she um, can't get in because the you know the door's locked. She ends up being able just to break into it and changing into some some, some drier clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she goes through a dog door, which was like really well, creepy because it had all this fur on it. First of all, though, when, when we're in the car, she ends up finding... The matching underwear to the bra yes, that she found the in, orange, in Jordan's yeah, room. So set. something's clicking. Something. Why is you know her girlfriend's bra in, in Jordan's, Jordan's bag, room? Yeah. yeah. Like, so yeah. So she's definitely like red flags were already there, but now she's like. But yeah, she comes into the house through this dog door, which had like patchy fur all over the walls. It was the longest tunnel it was of dog really, yeah, I've ever seen. It was very interesting. And yeah. we never see the dog. <laughs> no. Yeah. Where is the no dog? dog? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then she's gets she ends up seeing um, Jordan with a gun. She she sees Jordan find a gun, so she goes to the she gets a hammer. She goes to the the sur, the surviving girls and basically starts a freaking full on fire. Tells them that Jordan has a gun, and Jordan's like, "No, I don't. You know, I do not have a gun." Which is like, "Oh, maybe it's Jordan. Maybe Jordan's yeah. the one who's been doing this." <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> All right, it always comes in too. A little dusty in here. <coughs> yep, there it was. All right, sorry yeah. about that. Um, so yeah, so then Jordan, yeah, so so they start to kind of now we're getting again to see this is some of the funniest stuff to me is with Alice starts to start to play back and forth like she's like, oh you you know you maybe it's you and then she's like oh wait maybe it's you and like she keeps just agreeing with everybody and yeah she's yeah. like, she's got no nothing to stand on just, just yeah. nothing not, yeah. a, not a leg to stand on <laughs> yeah which played really funny she had in my opinion some really very funny gullible. lines that's very the gullible. word i was looking for very yeah. gullible so then b again inadvertently ends up kind of causing all the three uh, friends to um 
basically start fighting each other and they start you know uh we it's revealed that jordan does have a, in fact have a gun mm-hmm. and she ends up um uh, shooting alice in the leg yeah because uh sophie ends up saying that because we got called out in this this moment yeah because alice has a podcast alice has a podcast and and sophie says that that uh jordan just hate listens to it and doesn't actually like it. And this mm-hmm. is, this is. So they're, you know, they're fighting back and forth and just, you know, arguing. And yeah, freaking Jordan shoots her in the leg. Isn't her podcast, wasn't it about <laughs> having a smart friend? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like uh, hanging out and talking to your, to your coolest friend or something like that or smartest okay. friend. It was like, what the frick? Um, so yeah, so she ends up shooting Alice in the leg. And, just to get her to shut up, yeah. which I was like, yeah, me too. Right. And she's panicking. She's like, Oh God! Like I can't believe I just did that. She's, you know, freaking out. You know, mm-hmm. and little trigger happy. Yeah, little trigger happy. So then there's uh, all the characters kind of bum run, rusher, a little bum bit. rusher. Yeah, and they end up accidentally shooting and killing Alice. Yeah, yeah. And in this scene, it took long enough. It did. And this is also this was one of my most frustrating scenes. I think because there's a lot of. I think after Alice is dead, then Jordan and Sophie kind of have a, a back and forth. Mm-hmm. And th- this is where there's a lot of... I couldn't tell if it was satire anymore or if these characters were supposed to be real. Because they start saying things. This is where the conversation comes up. Sophie says, feelings are facts. And Jordan's like, no, facts are facts. This is this, this. So they start just going back and talking about being, you know, you guys... Jordan's like, why'd you trigger, or why did you ghost, ghost us? us? And Sophie's like, because you guys are a trigger. So I'm like, is it supposed to be a satire, or is it supposed to be real? Yeah, they lost me. This there. was the only scene where I, I was lost in, in, in the muddle. And then Jordan tells B to look through uh, Sophie's phone mm-hmm. and see the text because she, like, on her way into town or something like that, yeah. asked her to come over to her apartment and they hooked up. Yeah, they hooked up in, in, in Sophie's car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, so Sophie, who's supposed to, like, in a way they were painting her to be our, our voice, but or our, like, the main character, but she's also like, oh, God. She's one of them. <laughs> yeah, she's one of them, yeah. Uh, and also, you know, we learned that the only reason that Sophie was there in the first place was to talk David into getting her... Uh, her parents to give her trust fund back, to unlock her trust fund, mm. because... Um, in order for the only reason why Sophie went to rehab was because her friends uh, narked on her to her parents because she had almost OD'd. I think Jordan says like I rode in the ambulance with you like three, three times, times, thinking you thinking OD'd. You were dead. So like it, these friends, it, it, again, it doesn't seem like Sophie's been you know the best necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, as an addict, I mean, you know, they they it could have been handled better. But yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a. Uh, it was a touchy, uh, touchy time. It was, in the movie. <laughs> yeah, very touchy, yeah, and definitely very tense. So now B is um, again Sophie. Jordan gets the gun. Yeah, Jordan gets the gun, and Sophie is um, Jordan. Or B still just really wants to defend. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So no, doesn't doesn't Sophie ends up with the gun? Because doesn't she start backing Jordan up the stairs? Or is it the opposite? Jordan has the gun, and Sophie's coming towards her like, give me the yeah, gun. Yeah, you're right. Give yeah. me the gun. And Jordan's like, don't come any closer to me. Like, it, what do you do? Stop. And at this moment, you start thinking maybe it's Sophie. Maybe Sophie's the, the yeah. one. Yeah. And like, because Jordan doesn't want to pull the trigger. But no. she's like, Sophie is literally backing her all the way up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like, coming at her like, give me the gun. Right. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, oh God, Sophie's going to die. Yeah, Sophie's about to, yeah, she's about to get a, got, got a shot or something. But then um, B bum rushes her again because B's the only B, one. B like takes the back way and comes up out of the shadows. This was a good jump scare for me. Yeah. Comes up out of the it's shadows good. and tackles Jordan wrestles with her for the gun and flips her over her shoulder over the banister yeah she falls like two stories yeah onto a table which this was a good scene too because it's just like her laying there and all the glass and the you know all the alcohol they've been drinking the red cups are Mm -hmm. surrounding her and then she's still alive and she says tells b to check sophie's texts you know check her texts (laughs) and then she starts shooting up starts shooting yeah and uh, B and Sophie take off, and they go into look what a sauna, right? <laughs> the the house is sauna. Everybody has one of those, and they end up. Um, B is like, she's like, I don't, I. She's realizing she maybe can't trust, uh, mm-hmm. you know, her um, uh, Sophie, and ask, you know, what she, didn't did she confront her in this moment about? Can I check your text, or is that does that come later? It comes later. She based uh, Sophie. <clears throat> she asks her, "Did you kill?" Yes. Uh, David. Did you kill David? And she's like, it's okay if you did. Just tell me. Yeah, she she's a ride or die. This is a she. This chick's definitely like, yeah. Yeah. She she clearly also. She didn't say she loves Sophie, but she, she does. Obviously yeah, does. that's exactly what I was gonna say. And and Jordan um, or um, Sophie is trying to. It's like, no, I didn't do it. And just acting real shady and just trying to like touch B and stuff. And B's like, I think it's you. I gotta leave. <laughs> and yeah, bounces. He freaks out. Yeah. And ends up doing a really good scene. It's the the, the sun's starting to come out. And uh, she walks around the house and sees all the bodies in the daytime, which mm-hmm. I, I liked that. Um, and she ends up outside seeing. Storm's over. Yeah, storm's over. It's a wreck. That place is a wreck. And she ends up um, going outside and. You know, seeing ending at uh, David's body, and then uh, Sophie comes out with the gun. Have, the gun. Yeah, yeah, and she just gives her a hug from behind. Yeah, or yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, gives her. You're right. Has a gives her a hug from behind, and B ends up getting the gun, right? Because doesn't she point it at mm-hmm. Sophie and tells her to uh, let <laughs> give me your phone? She's like, I want to see those texts. Yeah. And Sophie's like, no. Yeah. In other words, she incriminated herself. Right. She's like, no. Well, and nobody shoots each other in this scene, so you're really just confused. Like, I think there's a scene where, like, the gun and the phone get thrown. And they're not even going Neither for the gun. Neither one goes for the gun, so you're like, what is this? What they is go happening? straight for the phone. It's not about... Neither of them is the killer at this point. Yeah, right. So, like, it's no, not about that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about the tension in the relationship. Yeah. Whether or not their relationship is over. Yeah, so they jump in, like, the muddy pool and they're wrestling and then... Uh, with his phone, which yeah. ends up not being Sophie's. Which, yeah, but I like this scene where it's, it's, it, I was so confused. I really didn't understand, like, what is happening? Because they both end up getting out of the pool. B gets the phone and Sophie's like, I don't, I give up. You know, I'm not going to try to, try to, you know, get this from you. And she's like, this isn't, you know, that's not my phone, like you're saying. And it, it clicks with, um, it clicks with B, which this wasn't entirely, you know, this was definitely a jump. But yeah. I like the way that it played out. She realizes that, oh, maybe this is David's phone. And mm-hmm. just decides to go and, you know, open his eyes. I think she thinks that David, like, switched their phones when they went to talk or something. Yeah, that, that could be true. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. That's the conclusion I drew, but I don't know why he would have done that. Yeah, I don't know either. No, because there's no way, because that, why would he... Why did she end up with his phone? Well, she didn't, remember, because that... Because he obviously used it, which we'll learn soon, so it was oh, out... Yeah, so I was, was going to say. Yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> so where did Sophie's phone go? Mm-hmm. 
somewhere in the house. Who knows with all oh, the, with all the chaos. Oh. Um, so then, yeah. So she, Sophie B. Sorry, it always happens at the when we're getting to the end of these podcasts. I start mixing up names real bad. <laughs> the names just blend mm-hmm. together. It's harder when it's just like a few names. Like when when we have seven characters, it's easy for me to pick who's who. But when we're down to the final two, I'm like, uh, Sophie, uh, B, uh. <laughs> but B goes and realizes it's it's David's phone, who's just laying there dead, ten feet from them, and goes and opens his eyes to do the the face, the, yeah, the face recognition, and it immediately opens up to his TikTok, TikTok. and it this, it op- uh, they, she goes and sits back by Sophie, and they both watch a TikTok of David. Um, like practicing outside with the sword the sword that Greg had opened the champagne bottle to try to do it he's like spinning it around and this dumbass ends up cutting his own neck yeah he sliced his own neck open so this whole movie was a big misunderstanding yeah so they all died for nothing (laughs) all died for nothing and they're like they're like watching and then Max, who's the character that's been missing this whole time, comes over the around the corner. Which I need to. I gotta. That guy, to me, is extremely funny. Um, Connor O'Malley is this actor, and he is uh, partners with or does a lot of work with Tim Robinson, which is you know the he has. I think you should leave on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, I love mm-hmm. that dude. So he's done, like, he was in Detroiters. So he's, I think he's hilarious. I remember in the movie thinking, man, that guy looks so familiar, but I don't know from where I, I yeah, but yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, he comes out and what, what did he say? Like, what happened? Yeah, or, something yeah. like that. He's like, what? <laughs> and then B, B just makes a comment like, um, I have reception. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden the fountains <laughs> come on in the pool yeah. and like the power's back on. And she's like, I have reception. <laughs> and then it ends. <laughs> and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Everything was a misunderstanding. Every, uh, David killed himself. B killed Greg. Um, Emma. Fell down the stairs. Fell down the star- stairs after getting really high off those pills. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alice got shot by yeah. Jordan accidentally. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan While they were wrestling off. with the gun. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Jordan fell off the banister. Yeah, so pretty much... <laughs> Uh, the whole movie B was a big misunderstanding. Yeah. The whole movie, yeah, right, was a big misunderstanding. And, like, that is so much scarier to me. Mm-hmm. That every, like, especially seeing what happened to David. I mean, we've seen, everybody, you know, knows stories of, like, dumb, dumbass vloggers who, you know, there was that story a couple years ago of the... Think about Tide Pods. Yeah, right, Tide Pods. And the dude, like, ended up putting, a, was it a microwave or some kind of cement thing, cement thing over his head. And they had to, like, bust him out of it. And, like, st- stupid shit like that. And it's, like, it happens, you mm-hmm. know? And it's so... That's scarier to me than just even a killer on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Everything that freak happened... Accidents. Was a freak accident. And that mm-hmm. is, like... Well, not all of it, you know? So there were some Sophie, again, murders. But, again, even that. But I think that Being the... Murders. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, hey, at least I, I, I said that I was struggling. But... And that was really, I think, the the biggest message of the movie was just, again, that... A part of the, the satire was just um, how we jump to conclusions and feelings become facts. They it, were, yeah, in a scary setting, and they never even considered that uh-huh. he may have had an accident out yeah. there. They just jumped to the conclusion that he was axed. It, he was axed in the throat <laughs> by this freaking sword. Uh, and it's like with with Twitter or with any kind of social media or cancel culture, like we just are so quick to just jump to the 
this person's at fault train and most of the time they are but a lot sometimes they're not and it, you know we even see this back in the day with like false imprisonment and stuff like the fact that you could get arrested and be sent to jail just because of somebody thought they saw something or felt like you're the one like mm-hmm. that is terrifying you know yeah, it is. so that this whole movie just like to me they did such a good job. I, I thought the twist was, was very funny and worked really well, mm-hmm. you know. there. Um, and I was telling you this before. There's a, a, a slasher from the 80s called April Fool's Day, which this movie, even from the trailers, I was like, this is like a successor to that. It's similar plot, group of, you know, 20-somethings go off to big fancy mansion to go, you know, to hang out and have a party. Or whatever, and in that movie, uh, it has a similar twist. I'm sure you could guess what it is by the title, April Fool's Day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's just it, so this movie kind of had that vibe. And in that movie, in mo- a lot of 80s slashers, the characters are also very unlikable because mm-hmm. uh, you need someone to you know to root for to die. <laughs> <You know? laughs> to die. So I feel like that's this movie. I think that did that pretty well. It gave us characters that. Uh, you know, wasn't too much of a, a loss. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, Greg. That being said, <laughs> what would you rate the movie and why? I, okay. So, again, I went into this movie not expecting much because I had been told even by some of my friends or by my fr- one friend <laughs> that I have who did not like the movie. Um, so, I went into it, like, intrigued because I just, I, when I like Pete Davidson, I like the, the concept um, and I ended up liking it way more than I even thought I would. And even last night, I was, like, cooking on it. I was like, I I think this is a misunderstood, in my in my opinion. Um, but like we said in the Day Shift episode, I like these kind of, like, B-movies kind of... I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, <clears throat> I... When we left the movie, I was thinking 3.5. Or what did I say? 3.5, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think I'm going up to a 4 out of 5. <laughs> Yeah, slashed Pete Davidson next, which we didn't decapitate a thing last week, so maybe you can come up with something better. But I think I'm giving it a four. That's high. I gave Prey a four and a half, but I really like this movie. Hmm. I, I, I loved the setting. I loved the hurricane. I thought it was shot well. I 100% will be going back and watching this one again when it comes out. I, I genuinely had a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I was the opposite. <laughs> Roby and I were we stood divided on this one. Yeah, because Two in a row. I think that the writing was good. Mm-hmm. I think that the shots were good. I think it had everything in it to make it a good slasher movie, or what a we thought was right. a slasher movie. Yeah, it's more of a whodunit Definitely, because you never really see a lot of slash kills. It's just no, accidents. well, yeah, it's all accidents. Yeah. Um, so the whole time, because it's just accidents, you're thinking to yourself is there somebody here? We're mm-hmm. not getting any scary stuff with like you know, a, a to man allude a that mask. there is somebody here. Right. Like, there's no shots of people, like, from somebody else's perspective, like, where you're thinking, who's that? You it's know, mass like, hysteria. Yeah. It's just mass hysteria. So, mm-hmm. like, it was a little lackluster there for me. Mm-hmm. And then I think the characters were so unlikable. Yeah. I didn't like anyone. Right. Um, yeah, they were so unlikable that I was like, ugh. Yeah. I, it was hard to watch. Which, that's fair. And that's a lot of people's complaint. Like, even though that was the point of the characters, if you're not into that, then, you know. Yeah, I think the, the satire 
the satire is fine. I think that making them so unlikable that I don't even care for the satire anymore is mm-hmm. like... That's totally fair. Oof, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people are probably missing the movie mm-hmm. or not liking the movie right. is either one, because it's not a true slasher, or two, because uh, the characters are just awful. Um, so I think... Except B. I didn't think B was bad. Yeah, yeah B. B was fine. Um, but oh, she uh, was pretty just average. She wasn't like... I liked her. I don't know. I, I and Every time she was on screen, I was I really, I really was rooting for her. Yeah, okay. Also, I thought for a while that we were supposed to think she was the killer, so... We did forget to mention, sorry, not to interrupt your final thoughts, but we find out that Greg was just a veterinarian. He oh, was, yeah. He, he was, was not never a veteran. Vet at all. <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense because he was pretty passive guy. Yeah, I, I, I liked his character a lot. But uh, sorry, not to interrupt. I just... They were like, well, you said he's a vet. And she's like a veterinarian. <laughs> so like some of the comedy was on point. Yeah. And that's why it's hard for me to rate it poorly because mm-hmm. I can see where the writing, it was there. Mm-hmm. The, the direction was there. The cinematography was there. It's hard to shoot in the dark. Yeah. But enjoyability, like would I watch it again? No. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it... I really wanted to give it a 2.5 yesterday, mm-hmm. and I've thought about going up to a 3, but I'm like, is it a 3 for me? I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a 2.5. Okay. 2.5, and I gave it a 4. I'll have to figure out what that in-between is, because I did. I went up on mine, uh, which again, that's tough, because it was, I gave Prey a 4.5, four um, but it, just for the kind of movie it was, I'm like, I liked it. I think 4 yeah. for me fits. Hey, different strokes for different folks, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely more of a... Um, critical critic than you yeah for sure well and i that's you're not wrong i i tend to enjoy most things um even if they aren't great um more than you which and that's fine you know it's not for everybody mm-hmm. yeah you read a lot more than i i watch a lot of movies yeah you know and you're you're more of a reader so i you know it's yeah different strokes for different folks different slashes for different bat. so i guess two <laughs> and a half um Kettlebell crushed skulls. Mm. I like that for me. I like it a lot. So I don't know kettle... how you get half of one, but you know. <laughs> so kettlebells covered in blood. Yeah, I like it. That's I, I can I bloody kettlebells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was bodies, bodies, bodies. The newest A twenty four horror horror movie. Horror. 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 Who done it? If you will. It was truly horrifying in a way. Because, it was. I mean. Yeah. yeah, those are the scariest kills, aren't they? Yeah, the and ones that he, he accidentally killed himself. And, I, and I, that is terrifying. I thought that was it was hilarious at but the same time. He was such time. a jerk. He was such I a jerk. I didn't really feel bad about it. That's why it was funny. Yeah, all all the, it was more of a comedy. <laughs> he was an asshole. But like, I think that that was the other thing that was like it was supposed to be a dark comedy kind of. I was yeah. getting that vibe. Yeah, but I was yeah, like, I'm sure. not finding a lot of it funny. Yeah, that's fair. That's you know? understandable. But they're so unlikable. It's not for everybody. <laughs> and that, that's the thing with a lot of satires. Is a lot of sat- satire works for some, doesn't for others. Mm-hmm. That's why with Always Sunny doesn't work for a lot of people because. The characters are jerks. But don't loop me into the group that doesn't like Always Sunny. I love Always Sunny. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they definitely, they have a way of making these awful characters likable. Yeah, Yeah. see, they did it right. (laughs) Yeah. These people could have taken a note out of uh, the Always Sunny cast book. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot easier with a show that's been on for freaking 15 years. But, yeah, it's definitely... That's true. Is That's, it? Might be harder. You might I be think wrong. Harder. You might be. You might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you could be wrong. <laughs> you yeah. make somebody feel like they're right. You could be wrong. You could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Country Fried Horror. Give our uh, podcast a little review. Yeah. Give it five stars if you enjoyed it. 
Uh, and yeah, I still I got I don't know Spotify podcasts well, so I still don't know how to review those. But if you know how to review podcasts on Spotify, do that, yeah. please. Make sure um, Wait, that you. <laughs> make sure you follow us on on our podcast too, because then you'll get instant downloads. Yeah, please do. Yeah, and this has been Country Fried Horror episode six. We'll see you. See you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>